I'm Amina Zena, and you're listening to the Stay Fit, Stay Lit podcast. If you're ready to take your fitness, your body, and your life to the next level, then this is the place to be. And I'm so excited you're here, so now let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Fit, Stay Lit. I love this podcast. I know I've been a little bit MIA September September 7th. I love September, by the way. This is the best time of year. I love the pumpkin spice vibes. I love the fall. I love the Christmas, the weather. I love September and life is great. And I want to talk about self-love and how that is probably the most important thing in the fitness game. And I've been a little bit of MIA because my boyfriend finally made it over to Amsterdam from New York. We hadn't seen each other in six months because of all of the pandemic travel bans. So a lot of flight vouchers, a lot of airport calls, but finally made it happen. So I haven't uploaded recently because we've been hanging out and going to museums and gardening and doing all sorts of things. And we got a synthesizer, which is a really cool musical instrument. So those of you that don't know, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a group fitness instructor, and I'm a music producer. So that is staying fit, staying lit. That's what it's all about, is about staying fit so you can do the things that make you feel lit. Do the things that make you come alive and do them well. And I feel like the energy you put in is exactly what you get out in fitness and in life. So if you love yourself, if you love anything, you take care of it. And when you take care of something, it blossoms, it flourishes. I've learned this. I recently moved into a house that has a garden. So for eight years, I was living in New York City. Before that, I lived in West Virginia. I lived in Washington, D.C., but I was a kid, so I never had to really take care of any sort of garden. Even though I grew up with having you know, nature all around me, I moved to New York City in my like 20s. So from 20 to 30, I'm living in New York City and basically yeah there's no garden to keep there's no anything like that to keep and when I moved to Amsterdam I first noticed that my garden was struggling like crazy I had weeds everywhere snails everywhere all sorts of bugs and plants I'd never seen before and I live in this neighborhood that's a little bougie and my neighbors start to notice but they're really nice about it I love my neighbors but they're kind of like yeah we see your garden needs help and I'm like they're trying to encourage me to clean it up because they have to look at it too (laughs) and you know uh, fortunately my boyfriend he helps me out today we were out in the garden cleaning things up and I noticed when you pull out the dead weeds the fresh new flowers just grow in so quickly like plants grow quick when you give them space when you set up the right environment for them plants flourish and it's just like your fitness right I notice a lot of times clients will come in and I work with all different types of personal training clients and some people they're really excited about fitness and they're just kind of looking for the steps like okay I'm excited I know I'm gonna get results where do I start and these type of people are usually the type of people that just get results quick because in their minds not that anybody's perfect and everybody's different first off let me say that but these people that are excited and that just really are excited about fitness they get results fast because they're just in love with the process. And when you love something, you just, you want to do it more. And then you have other clients that are like, okay, maybe they're not as excited. They know they need to do it. They know fitness is like something they have to do. They know like, even here at my tone of voice, right? There are people that feel like fitness is a chore or maybe they don't believe that they can get results or maybe, you know, 
they just have a negative outlook on fitness for whatever reason. Maybe just growing up, they weren't the best at sports or they had a traumatic moment playing something in gym class. Like I've come to realize that fitness can be a very, you know, personal thing for people. And I know that I struggled a lot with it in the beginning too. It was definitely something that really, you know, I felt insecure about and it wasn't fun feeling insecure about my body, insecure about how I moved, insecure about what others thought about me. I remember being in that space with my fitness at one point. So I definitely can say that I can relate, but I've also grown out of that into becoming a trainer, into helping other people do the same. So I want to talk about that side of fitness, right? I feel like sometimes, I tell this to my clients too, sometimes we only see fitness as far as like, okay, the biggest loser. Sometimes fitness has only been presented to people in a way that's about fixing something with themselves. And I know that fitness is something that's about flourishing more than anything. It's about abundance. It's about living your best life. It's about living in your best energy and like literally just choosing to come through as your highest version in everything that you do. Honestly. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's really what it's about. I mean, you, we all want the results. We all want to look better and we all have our own sort of ideal body shape and image for ourselves, right? We all have little things that we want. Some people, oh, I want to get a big butt or, oh, I want like this sort of stomach or these sort of arms. I want to work on my back or whatever it is for you that makes you feel confident, you know, training your body, feeling like you're looking good to your own standard. We all have that desire. We all want to feel like we look good for ourselves and maybe for other people. And we have to acknowledge that fitness is, yes, it's something that's going to help you look better. And in order to get there, you have to be better. You have to be better from the inside. You have to have better conversations with yourself. You have to say kinder things to yourself. And I think a lot of people might struggle with that. And actually, I know they struggle with that because I've done a lot of research myself. I'm a coach and I've had so many coaches. I have had In 2019, I think I worked with like four or five different business coaches. I've worked with mindset coaches. I've gone to therapy. I'm not perfect. The thing is, is that I've learned through all this coaching that beliefs are everything. And mindset is where everything starts. And you have to know that you are thinking and thoughts are things, right? Thoughts are things. And you have to really remember that you have the power to rewrite your own beliefs, right? You have to remember that fitness and your results are going to start from you deciding what you really want and really getting in touch with that side of yourself. And if you want to be happy, how can you be happy is that you just choose to be happy now, right? You don't need a reason. That's something I learned from a lot of my coaches. I would see people that were successful. I would see them having something technically that I want and then I realized that you can have things on the outside and not feel whole on the inside so when it comes to fitness how do you have both because that's what we want you can see people that maybe have this amazing body but they have body image issues like and they're not feeling good about themselves and there's a lot going on with that and then you have people in the opposite end You have so many different people and so many different levels. And I say, how can you look the best and feel the best about it? That is really what fitness success is to me. It's not about just looking amazing, but hating yourself and having, you know, maybe body dysmorphia, 
not that that is necessarily a choice, but you know, it's not about just looking good and feeling like shit. It's also not about like, Hey, I feel good, but I don't look how I want to look. We have to acknowledge that it's okay to look how you want to look. And it's also part of feeling how you want to feel doesn't have to be attached to how you look. I know this is a lot of like, whoa, 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 back and forth because we have to get really clear. And I feel like getting clear about what you want, getting clear about deciding how you feel, getting clear about the type of workouts you're going to do, getting clear about the type of food you're going to eat and knowing that you're going to get results. That's, that's a state of being. It's a state of being. And that state of being, like I was saying before, it comes from, yeah, I actually want to be my best and I'm going to do my best. And we all know that every single one of us knows we all have an athlete inside of us. If you have a body, you're an athlete. And I like to tell this to people I work with, my clients, is like we sometimes equate having a lot of money to being super fit or having a lot of free time or whatever. Like if you're super rich and you have all the time in the world, of course you're going to be fit that sort of vibe. And I can tell you this, you can be super wealthy. You can be a billionaire with all the time in the world. That's not what's going to make you the most fit, okay? There are celebrities who are billionaires who are not that in good of shape because they just don't want to be, okay? And then there are people that are in jail that don't have money, that don't have anything, that are ripped. They get ripped off of jailhouse food and using cinder blocks as weights and you have some billionaires and millionaires who could hire the best of the best of the best to help them and they can't even touch their toes they can't even you know run a lap around the block you have people like that because nobody handed michael phelps a million dollars and said hey become the world's best swimmer nobody handed serena williams a million dollars as a kid and said you're going to become the best athlete in the world You know, nobody went to Michael Jordan and said, hey, here's a brand deal. Now become Michael Jordan. You have to make that choice first. You have to make that choice to be an athlete. And then the success, the fame, the games, the legendary status follows. That's not something the world can give you. Fitness is something you have to give yourself. And it doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. It doesn't matter how much time you have or don't have. To be 100% honest, you can have a trainer and not get fit. You can get fit without a trainer. Now you're going to get fit faster and and most likely stay there longer and better when you have a trainer. And I'm not even saying that to sell my program. (laughs) I will say though, yes, obviously I sell my program. Um, If you want to find out more about it, you can go to aminazinafitness.com. I usually don't even, you know, talk about it in my podcast. Maybe I should. The thing is, is this is like, as I was saying, I've spent my entire life working with coaches, not even in the fitness space. I have had personal trainers, but the thing is I've had music teachers. I've had business coaches. I've had coaches for just about everything. I've had coaches for how to present myself on camera, guys. I've had a coach for everything. I had a coach. I took improv acting lessons. I've had a therapist. I've had all sorts of coaches, which is great. I've had a private lesson for everything, language lessons, all sorts of every lesson. And I've learned that sometimes if you just want a faster, better result, you should work with somebody. If you want a faster, better result that's going to stick with you for life. And and this is honestly, this is just me. The reason I'm a coach, it's worked for me. I know it works for people. Maybe some people don't need coaches, 
but maybe we all need a mentor. That's something I, I think we all do need is like, maybe if a coach doesn't necessarily resonate with you, some form of a mentor. I mean, even if it's a book, even if it's a YouTube video, you know, because self-taught obviously is a thing and it's kind of not a thing. Nobody's really self, self, self-taught because when you Google something, you know, a human did input that data. Any sort of book you read is somebody, you know, inputting data for you to consume and, and absorb knowledge from. So we have to sometimes, that's something you have to get out of too, is like a lot of people, you can ask for help. Like, it's okay. You got to be able to ask for help and be vulnerable. And for me, I learned that I learn really well through hearing words. I learn really well through listening way more than reading. I still read. I love to read. I can learn from reading. I just prefer to listen. I've always preferred coaching. I've preferred to just meet up, do what we need to do, see what I need to do and do it that way. I know some people that would do 10 times better from reading an instruction manual than having a coach. So that's just something you have to decide for yourself. I just know that staying open to the fact that you don't have all the answers. And if you stay open to learning, that's a self-love thing. Staying open, not blocking yourself off, staying open to endless possibilities. We know that there's endless possibilities. We know that the universe is boundless and we all have a sort of infinite potential within us. And if you really know that, you have to act like it. And if you're feeling any sort of discomfort, sometimes that comes from being out of alignment in your body and in your life. I realize fitness is life. Your body, your brain is all the same thing. And if you're misaligned in your body, you feel it. You're like, oh, my back, I need to sit up straight. Have you ever been slouching? And you're like, oh, my shoulders. So you sit up straight and you feel better because you were misaligned. Your shoulders were slouched. Good alignment means your joints are stacked on top of each other. Your spine is in a nice, neutral, straight position. By the way, my chiropractor told me that he said that I had the straightest spine he has ever seen in New York City. He told me that. He said it was a good thing. He was like, wow, you have the straightest spine I've ever seen because I really care about my posture. So anyways, being in alignment in your body, you feel it. When it's aligned, it feels right. It feels comfortable. It feels easy. And it's the same with anything in your life, in your fitness, okay, in your job, like you all have been in that position where it's like, oh, you have a job that you hate. It feels terrible. You feel like you're dragging your feet to it every day and you just want to quit. And then you finally find the things that you love to do. Like, I don't necessarily have a job. I have multiple businesses and streams of income and I love all of them. And I can tend to all of them in a way that makes me feel good and productive. And I have happy customers and that sort of thing, clients. So yeah, I'm not forcing it. And that's how you have to feel in life. It has to feel like, okay, I'm trying because I'm noticing I'm sitting here really tall in my chair. I was like, yeah, I have to put some slight effort into making sure I'm, my core is, is mostly engaged, my shoulders are down and back, and my chest is up. But it's also not hard because when it's in alignment, it takes effort and it's also right. It's the type of effort that allows you to move with ease. When your body's in alignment, you're able to move in the gym much better. That's what having good form is. That's why people want to work with a trainer, make sure their form is good so they can move well, so they can get the results, so they can continue to make progress and they can continue to elevate and they can continue to help others do the same. Because that's ultimately, I feel like the cycle we're all on in some ways. Like we're all here to learn, to get better, to then help others learn and get better. And as you teach, you become better. That's something I've learned from being a coach. I love to coach people because it makes me better. When I help others become better in fitness, 
I get better too, right? So you are the energy that you are being. You attract it. You attract the energy that you put out. And if you're somebody that's out there putting a good energy out there, wanting to help others become their best, becoming your best in the process, you're going to keep that ripple effect going and going and going. I've noticed that with all the clients I've worked with is that they start somewhere and end up somewhere so different by the time we're done working together, right? I've seen so many of my clients go from moving out of their parents' house and finally starting their business and finally getting this huge job promotion or getting a raise or finally moving cities or finally finding their boyfriend, their soulmate. Like I've helped so many brides. Like I've seen so many people elevate their entire life as they elevate their fitness it always happens like clockwork I've never worked with somebody in their life like got worse they always end up looking better their life they get these job opportunities people start noticing them I've always noticed that even in my own life as my fitness gets better everything else just starts leveling up leveling up leveling up leveling up and there's no limit there is no limit metaphysically there is no limit I know I talk kind of weird sometimes, y'all. I'm still trying to find my uh, on-air presenting voice. (laughs) It's kind of weird, too. You know, I feel like I'm just kind of talking in a mic, having a conversation with myself. Anyways, back to subject, self-love, you know, taking care of yourself. That's a big one. I've noticed that sometimes clients struggle with the idea that they have to take care of themselves or they have to invest in themselves. A lot of people are afraid to invest money into themselves, you know, buying the right supplements or buying the weights or whatever it is. And you have to remember that if money's an unlimited resource and you have infinite potential, then why wouldn't you want to spend your money or your time on yourself becoming your best self? If you can technically create the life that you want, you would want a life where you are your most fit version and you love fitness and you love working out. Like I love working out. I can't imagine not moving like During coronavirus, the lockdown, like I went from teaching all these classes every single week. Like when I lived in New York, sometimes I would teach 20 to 30 classes a week, which I know was excessive. But at the time, that's just where I wanted to be. I was up on my feet 14 hours a day DJing in the club and in the gym. And, you know, I cooled it down when I moved to Amsterdam. But even then I was teaching anywhere from like 10 to 15 classes a week, just killing it going to the gym, biking everywhere. And then Corona hit and I was like working out for an hour a day, you know, sometimes two. And I don't know, it just wasn't the same. You're not walking anywhere. And I was starting to feel sick. I was starting to feel tired. I was getting eight hours of sleep, but it was just, I was like, wow, my sinuses are blocked up. I've never had a sinus issue before. I didn't realize you really have to like sweat to clear out your sinuses. Sometimes you really have to sweat toxins out, you know, like, you start to get sick if you stay sedentary. I realized this during Corona. It was the most sedentary I'd been in over a decade and I was still working out every single day. It's like we need to understand that our bodies were made to move and movement heals us and nutrition heals us and eating well is part of self-love. Eating right, getting the best food you can get your hands on. That's loving yourself. That's treating yourself to what you know you need. And that's my rules. Like, When I was in college, I was an unpaid intern living in Washington, D.C. Fortunately, I had my cousins who lived in Virginia and they let me stay in their house. And like, you know, they would let me eat leftovers and stuff like that. Like they weren't leaving me hanging. And like, you know, I was a college student. I had a little bit of savings, but I was an unpaid intern. So it wasn't like I was like 
living my best, best life, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> unpaid intern life. But I was living my best life because I was in the club every night and I made this rule. This is the whole point. I was an unpaid intern living my best life. I had a gym membership because I finessed it. I like talked my way into, I was like, Hey, if I buy, you know, $30 worth of your merch, will you give me a gym membership for the next few months? And the owner was like, yeah, cool. And I got a gym membership and like somehow, some way I was like, I know I'm an unpaid intern, but I'm going to make sure I eat organic, healthy, high end food every single day. That's when I started that rule for myself. This was in like 2010. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. Cause like, you know, not to talk smack on my cousins, like they had good food, but like, I'm just very picky and particular with my food. So I was like, I need to make sure that I can get the best food for myself and not rely on people to help me like my cousins at the time. So, you know, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I did. And I went out and I had all the food I wanted. I would just attract, like, I remember I attracted like random scholarship money and like I attracted a check at the time that was like for like a thousand bucks from some old case from five years ago. Like that's when I really first started manifesting crazy stuff and I wasn't really aware that I was doing it but I was I I manifested like this internship at CBS News and I manifested all these situations that seemed really strange but I was able to do it and now looking at it just even talking about it now I was like yeah everything comes down to being intentional like it doesn't have to necessarily make sense like I was an unpaid intern you know eating really good every day like I would go to like the Whole Foods and get this like organic lettuce and make my own salads and eat steak and like I would go to Chipotle whenever I wanted and there was a salad shop across the street from you know the gym and the salad was like $12 but I got it every single day and green juices every day unpaid intern and I was attracting all this money from random sources right at the time I didn't really know what I was doing but now looking back like yeah you're always manifesting what you really want You're always manifesting what you think about. You're always creating that. So you have to want to love yourself. Even if you're not there yet, you have to just be like, I eventually want to get to that space. I want to love myself because that's how you end up attracting a loving partner into your life. You know, I'm in a great relationship because I love myself and I know that I have a certain standard for how I treat myself. So when I have a standard, there's no way I'm going to let somebody come in and treat me lower than my own standard for myself, right? That doesn't make sense. So loving yourself is also part of being in like a healthy relationship. Like that's step one, you know, not relying on that person for all of your emotional needs, knowing that you can take care of yourself, knowing that you really love that person. You want them around, you appreciate them, you know, they help you in life, but you would be able to hold yourself down. You know what I'm saying? That's what self-love is about. Taking care of yourself, showing up for yourself on the highest levels at the gym not just bullshitting your way through the workout, not just doing the 30-minute circuit just because for the 100th time, but really saying, hey, I really want to see progress and I am going to make progress. I'm going to figure out how to lift. I'm going to understand working out. I'm not just going to be confused in my body. I'm not just going to be like a stranger to my body. I really want to know how this thing works. I really want to know how to make the right meals. You're cooking anyways. You know, I tell that to all my clients, like you're cooking anyways. These are just small hacks for you to make the most of it. It's a lot of times... When I work with people, I'm like, honestly, you realize the stuff I'm going to have you do is not going to take you extra time. It's just a different way to approach what you're already doing a lot of the times. Like, and it's all about your perspective. You change your perspective, you change your life. So I want you to start seeing yourself 
through the lens of your highest version. I want you to say, I love you, self. I want you to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Say it to yourself and mean it and write it down in a journal and journal and meditate and do the things like, I used to go on vacation all the time, all the time in New York, two, three times a year. That was a rule for myself. I was like, girl, you're going on vacation. And like, I always have my nails done. I always have my braids done. You know, I just do things for myself that like, yeah, I try to get the clothes I want to wear, at least for my fitness wardrobe, my personal wardrobe. I'm all over the place. I got to figure out a new personal look, but my fitness wardrobe, I have the clothes I want. I got the the brands that make me feel good, that fit well. Like, I'm not going to wear cheap bullshit clothes to the gym. Like, don't do that. That's another thing, too, on the fitness thing. Like, I'm not saying you need to go out and get the most expensive gear, but, like, all right, if you're going to take any page out of my book, I don't really, like, talk about money like that because I'm not a business coach, but at the same time, spend the money on the good stuff, y'all. That's my motto in life. Like, you can always make more money, so get the best stuff doesn't have to be the most expensive but get the best stuff for you and don't let money be an object please that's a rule I set for myself a long time ago people always ask me like how I'm living here how I'm traveling there how I'm doing this because I want to and that matters more than anything as humans we have to remember that a lot of times things are just a means to an end you know what I'm saying things are just a means to an end money is just a means to an end it's not the end your time, your energy, how you feel, how you vibrate, how you make other people feel, the contributions you make, that is the end, right? Is wanting to progress, is wanting to help others do the same, is wanting to create a ripple effect, a kinetic chain of positivity, and wanting to be recognized for that. I think we all want to be recognized. I think we all have to recognize that within ourselves. Like, now, again, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know anything about that. Like, but it seems like, there's a difference between wanting attention just because and wanting recognition for doing a job well done. And this is just my idea. You know, again, I'm not a psychologist, but it seems like now with social media, a lot of times people are just seeking attention rather than building something that's worthwhile, building something that's respectable and valuable for people. So I think self-love is getting to that place of saying, hey, you know what? I want to focus on being great. I want to focus on helping myself and helping others versus just trying to get attention to fill some sort of a void and really looking at yourself like, what are you posting on social media or what aren't you posting on social media? How many people have projects and ideas that they know are really good, but they're afraid of what people will think? Self-love is putting what you want above what other people will think about you. All right. So those are a few of my ideas about self-love. I could go on forever and ever and ever, but I got to love myself and uh, I got to, yeah, I got to, I don't even, oh, I thought the the thing wasn't recording anymore. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry if things got weird, but yeah, I got to love myself and go to bed and get my eight hours of sleep. I love myself so I get eight hours of sleep. I hit my macros every single day because your girl got to stay lean thick and lean, thick and fit. Anyways, thanks for listening today. I appreciate you tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a five star in the iTunes store. Just hit me up. Let me know what you think. I'd appreciate it. Give me some episode ideas. I'm definitely, I'm consistent. I'm consistent. It's just my boo got here. And that's the thing. It was kind of one of those things in the beginning of the episode. Obviously, if you're listening, you, you know about my boyfriend being here, but we tried so many times. So it's like, 
at the time that he was just able to come, it was just like, all right, he has to come now. And like, I just kind of had to clear my schedule and get things sorted out and figured out. So I definitely apologize. I was gone for like two weeks. I hope y'all understand. I'm really excited. Hopefully he'll jump on a podcast with me one day. I think he'd be a fun guest. Anyways, staying fit, staying lit, keep living your best life. Keep showing up for yourself. Keep loving yourself. I want you to write that down. Tell yourself, I love you and tell yourself that every single day. Tell yourself kind things, and I will see you all in the next episode. Find me on YouTube, Amina Zena. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you learned something useful and enjoyed what you listened to. And if you did, please feel free to take a screenshot of today's episode and post it in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me at aminazina underscore fitness because I want to meet you and I want to shout you out. So thanks again and until the next time, stay fit, stay lit.